It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry's a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. All right. Here's an interesting thing I never heard about. White boxing luxury homes. White boxing. What is white boxing? Yeah, you know, I never heard it until I saw this article. But basically what it is is you have a house, you pretty much gut it. Take out the kitchens, the baths, just make it a big old square box. I mean, even if you have luxury appliances in the kitchen and the bathrooms, you take them out. Gone. Yeah. Why would you do this? Well, you know, it's kind of like painting a white can. You know, we tell people to neutralize their house, paint it all uh, realtor beige, as I call it. (laughs) And in this case, it's going to an extreme and they're doing it in the luxury market Uh where they're just taking everything out. And I think for some people, they have the vision to be able to do that. But I think in reality, from my experience, I think you have to have some renderings of what it can be. Mm-hmm. And it could also be that, you know, these houses in the luxury market, think about it. You know, I, I saw some luxury homes and, you know, beautiful home, but they're out, outdated. Let's say they go with the Mediterranean style yeah. and now everything is a little more contemporary. Right. So a lot of people can't get past that they can totally gut this and redo it. So if it's all totally gutted, then they can envision this beautiful yeah. modern home. Well, you know, it's like the first George Bush said, you know, it's a vision thing, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> and it also reminds me of the story about Walt Disney when he was putting together Disneyland all those years ago. And yep. he had to go to the bankers to get funding for that. And he went to his creative people and he said, draw me what this thing is going to look like. You know, and because these bankers really don't have vision, they can't imagine what this thing is going to look like. We actually have to show them. So, you know, for me, it's like I used to love walking through models because it's like, okay, I want to live here. Right. right. Someone else has done the work. Uh, over time, I've developed my own little style, which is, you know, I'm pretty happy with. But, you know, if you give me a swatch of carpet and you, and you tell me to hold it up in the corner so, I can somehow imagine what this carpet's going to look like. I just can't do that. Yeah. No, a lot of people don't have the vision. That's why we do staging. Ah, That's right. And we even take it a step further. In a lot of our marketing, we do virtual staging where the house is not furnished. The photographer adds furniture to the photos Mm. because people don't have the vision. They can't see it. Mm -hmm. I got a problem with that in one one regard. Mm -hmm. These photos. (laughs) (laughs) All of the rooms look way bigger (laughs) <laughs> than they actually are. Come yeah. on, you, I want you to admit to wide, that. Wide, wide-angle <laughs> lenses, fisheye yeah. lenses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, so buyer beware here. Those pictures look great. Lighting is great, but those rooms are not that big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, agree. Okay, let's let's get to something about closing here. You know, I've been told many times that when you buy a house or sell a house, that you should have an attorney present at the closing to help you. You know, you also have a title company that handles all of that kind of stuff. Why would I need an attorney? And is that something that you see a lot? You know, it depends on what state you are in. But in the state of Florida, you are not required to have an attorney. In the state of Florida, we have title companies. A lot of the title companies are owned by attorneys. You have to have somebody do the closing so it can be an attorney or a title company. With the title company, basically what they're doing is Depending on what city or county you're in, somebody's paying for the title. If you go with the title company, they can do the title work for both parties. They can handle helping out the buyer and the seller. So they're not, even though there may be an attorney present, all he's really doing is the title work there. And a lot of attorneys own title companies. Correct. 
Now, if, if you're in a situation, and, and quite honestly, Steve, these are boilerplated contracts. Yeah. You don't need an attorney to handle the, that transaction. You do need an attorney or should have an attorney if you have a complicated situation. Maybe it's an estate, yeah. short sale, something unusual, or you really don't trust the other, other side, the buyer or the seller, depending on what side you're on. You might want to have legal counsel. Yeah. So again, you can bring in an attorney if you suspect that there's going to be complications that are well above just having a clear title. That's right. And for the most part, I, I'm going to go with at least 90% of my transactions are without attorneys. And now when I say without attorneys, I mean without a seller or buyer having legal representation. Yeah. Attorney may be doing it, but they're only closing the transaction. And don't forget that if you are hiring an attorney, it will be his or her job to find something in the contract to change. And I don't, I don't mean to be sarcastic here, but you know, if you're hiring an attorney, they've got to do something. That's right. They're to protect your best interests. So sometimes they'll start changing some of the boilerplate or language, which makes the other side uncomfortable. Then it may turn into them feeling like they need an attorney. And then sometimes when you have different personalities of the attorneys, we have yeah, bigger they, problems yeah. than we should have ever had yeah, to begin it. with. Okay. Okay. I think we've covered that pretty well. Let's talk about this bidding war thing. You know, months ago, you talked about this idea of actually not setting a high price for your house, but setting a reasonable price, maybe even a little bit lower to try to bring in buyers because buyers will see what's going on in the market. You don't want to make it too low because then they're going to think something's wrong with it. That's right. But just be being smart about it. And by doing this, try to attract more and more bidders. And then eventually you see a price greater than you would have expected the other way. I've got it going on right now. I priced it properly a little bit <clears throat> tad below. I got seven showings mm. within hours. I have two offers right now. I suspect more. Yeah. What it does is the first buyer really wants the house. So they went over asking and they removed the appraisal contingency okay. because they know they have the funds to make up any kind of shortfall. Yeah. And we all know, looking at the comps, that the, it really should not be that much of an issue on the appraisal side, but he's able to do that. Yeah. So when you're in this bidding war, set the maximum amount of money that you're willing to pay for the house. And I say that, that you're willing to walk away and lose the house. Yes. You know, so don't be afraid of that. Well, the emotions get involved too. It's hard to, to take your emotions, especially if you really love the house. Right, right. Write a personal letter as to why you want the I house. I really love your house. I love what you've done with it. I want to live there like you live there. Right. You know, um, and so they may. It may persuade them. It's personal. You know, you ta talk that. about, I have three children and two dogs, uh, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah, make, whatever it, it, is. make yeah. it personal. Okay. It makes an impact on people, yeah. especially when you're competing against other offers mm -hmm. and nobody's done that. That's right. It's worth a shot. Yeah, now, if everybody does it, they're going, oh, I got another letter. I got another letter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. Finally, if you have cash, cash is king. Cash is always king. Meaning? Meaning there's no, no mortgage contingency right. with that. There's no appraisal you contingency. You pay what you pay and you put your cash down and you're done. And voila. Yeah. Okay. Very good. My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton. And she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.